Hi lovely people, Martha here. I'm just dropping by to leave a short disclaimer in case you're wondering how come the last few uploads are so long, 45 minutes long uh, for some. It's because in this month of May, we are running a series called the May Career Mentors Magic. And the intention is to curate a space where we are bringing together couple of professionals from across different industries who have taken unlikely paths and who have approached their careers in a strategic, intentional and sometimes disruptive ways and to bring them together to share their stories with us because we truly believe everyone has a powerful story and when we listen to stories we can draw different learnings for ourselves so the next nine also uploads will take a different direction from the usual but i hope that you enjoy them and you get to learn or pick one insight that might shift how you look at your career in the moment and in the future as well thank you always for listening and for sharing and looking forward if you can make it to the next Mentors Magic session that will be running in May. Fantastic. Awesome. So mm-hmm. I know you from many different backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hmm, do I introduce Liz, the really passionate writer, storytelling, and all those things that I miss? I'm still waiting for them to come back in full swing. Uh, <laughs> do I introduce the Liz who is really, really passionate about community development and um, doing work around the environmental space? So I'm, I'm torn between all these different worlds. So I'll just pass it over to you mm-hmm. if you can share really briefly, like in the last couple of years, what have you spent most of your time doing in your career? Okay. So thank you. Thank you, Martha. This is always a really difficult question, but I'm glad at least you've narrowed it down to what I've been doing. So um, I, um, I've been in the space of environmental development. Basically, my, I have a background in environmental studies, community development. That is pretty much um, the space that I've been growing in. When, when I say it's been a couple of five plus years, that's the genesis of it, um, environmental development then now i sort of diverted to geospatial information systems and for me gis really was a tool a tool to be better when it comes to planning um to be more efficient that's really what i wanted to do and then now i ended up diverting into spatial analysis and spatial analysis was pretty much me being in software uh getting myself into software development for me now to understand Mm-hmm. how to use uh, geospatial techniques and power that uh, pair that up with environmental studies and now um, data science and a lot of web development, a lot of uh, full stack web, web development pretty much. So if, if anyone is to ask me what, like say in the job that I am right now, what's my, uh, what's my title? Mm-hmm. Um, Currently, I'm working for Liquid Intelligent Telecom. 
technologies and I am a connectivity strategist. So basically I use GIS as a planning tool to help um, the company that I work for make better decisions, be able to um, harness, uh, sorry, there's a blackout. No worries. Uh, be able to uh, harness um, everything that we have, the human resource. Um, we have a lot of data because we are uh, a company that deals with fiber telecom. Mm -hmm. So being able to use everything that we have to make better decisions. Where does the environment come in? In all these things, we need somebody who is very good at being able to analyze um, the environment in terms of impact assessment. So mm -hmm. um, a certified EIA expert. So pretty much that's how everything ties up. Um, it's been a journey in being able to figure all that out. Yeah, that's what I'm yes. also thinking. That I'm also, yeah, it, it has, it, it has, yeah. Let's talk a little, let's go straight into that, yeah? So the big topic mm -hmm. today is aligning your career with your true calling. Mm -hmm. What's your true calling? <laughs> it's a trick no, question. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, it is, it is. Now, this is it, I'd say. For me, I've always believed, you know, when, when you are a kid and then they'd ask you, what do you want to be? And with kids, of course, you start out, you want to be a doctor, you want to be an engineer, all that stuff. I remember for me, when at, at a certain age, I would say I want to be Kofi Annan, but I truly never used to understand what he does. I just used to think, in my head, I thought it's, it's good to be a president of many countries because at the, at the time, he was the head of the UN. Mm -hmm. But then there's one thing when it comes uh, with, you know, your background, because I feel like our past, our backgrounds really play a big role in influencing how we view life and who we think we are and even the worth that we place on ourselves. For me, one thing I knew is I wanted to solve problems within my community. I just didn't know how. Mm -hmm. And that's why Kofi Annan was very appealing to me. Now, years go by, I end up learning about community development. Of course, when I was making the decision, I had a relative who used to work in the UN and they used to have a lot of money, so I wanted to make a lot of money. Um, but then also, it was it it made it was more appealing to me because at the time they did a lot of community work, and mm -hmm. that's now how I ended up going to campus in Kenya. We you, for you to do community development, you either do it um, as purely community development in Desta, or you do it under the School of Environmental Studies. And I went now to a public university, KU. And in KU, you do it under environmental studies. And I loved it. Every, I, I realized every time we'd have units to do the community and all that stuff, I loved it. To cut the long story short, um, for me, in this whole journey, the one thing that I've realized about myself, mm -hmm. yeah, is it makes a lot of, whatever it is that I do has to have impact. So that has been, I'd say, the guiding torch for not, me. Yeah, the North, the yeah, north Star. Yeah. yeah. My North Star is, what am I doing? Is it making sense? Now, because of that, um, it's taken me a very long period of time to get here. When I compare the people who we went to school with, most of these guys have seven, eight years of experience. 
for me i've had a lot of time trying to figure this thing out mm-hmm. and eventually what i realized is you really know to you need to know yourself one of the things that i learned even with um with edge and with uh, the work that we did with you which is why i think people should really really try like work and invest in yourself i realized that um the more you learn yourself and then you align your skills with what you're passionate with and it should be very clear when you start asking yourself questions like what am i passionate about what am i good at what comes to me with ease um what makes me be in flow and being in flow is when you're able to really do the work that you're doing effortless it's really effortless and also it energizes you you enjoy it you're not waking up angry you understand yeah. um i'd say that's when you know this some that you're really passionate about mm-hmm. now for you to be able to align for me it's been a journey maybe I'd before we that. go to aligning let's take mm-hmm. a step back on something really powerful you say that our our childhood our background really shape who yes. we become and the type of maybe lives we lead how we see the world etc mm-hmm. and I guess it would be interesting for you to connect your passion for impact and community to your background. How has your what about your background sort of like okay. sparked that in you to want to be like I want to I see where I'm coming from and I want to do something about it. Okay. Um number one it's how I've been raised. I've been raised by an educator. Uh both my parents are uh, our teachers. So uh and my mom has a very big influence on me. I saw the way she used education. She came from a very humble background. Has taught in schools where there are students who are really really come from very very um humble backgrounds. And um in through life I've seen how education has changed changes these people. Mm-hmm. So um when it comes to community when i say community development um most of the people think it's social work yeah um, that's when goes to but for me it's really just making an impact what you know being having an impact with what i'm doing when it comes to how i grew up it's being raised knowing that whatever it is that you're doing has to count and also mm-hmm. um realizing how important it is to give back to your community also i always say i'm a child of the community um because of the impact that i've had so many people have on me there's something that my angelo says and she says i come as one i i, I always confuse it is it i stand as one but come as 10000 which pretty means you are not you as yourself you are, you can't really go forth and do very many things in life alone Yeah. There has to be a lot of influence from your community. So for me, I think it's the influence, the positive influence that I've had in my community. It's how I've had a lot of influence uh, from my community and it's how I've seen many people make impact and change people's lives with what they were doing. Whether it's someone being a teacher, whether it's that priest, whether it's that person who's raising funds, whether it's it's pretty much that, I'd say. Yeah. It's mm. like come as one but stand as 10,000. Yes, I come as one but stand as 10,000 and that's very powerful for me. Yeah. When 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 I think about it I think of the fact that 
the opportunities I have, I have because I had an illiterate grandmother who educated my mother, who enabled me to go to school. Yeah. It's that teacher who always believed in me. It's that friend who's always cheering you on, who's always there for you. So um, it's that strong belief that I am because we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that. You know, it's interesting earlier you mentioned about figuring things out. So I just came from a really powerful conversation with a friend for like one hour. And um, we were speaking about how the idea of figuring out has shaped our lives to where we are today, you know, Um, and all the faith and trusting in the universe and like reading things in between the lines and all that. So I, I picked that from what you shared earlier in terms of aligning your career. And maybe you can share how, what are some of the initiatives you've taken to figure things out so that you can get, you can keep taking yourself to a level of clarity, the next level of clarity. Because what I see mostly with professionals is like, oh, we feel stuck, you know? We, We miss the whole sign. We miss all the omens for getting stuck. Then we realize we are stuck. And then we quickly want to like turn things around overnight. Yeah. So it, it could be interesting to just share how, how have you been much more proactive to figure things out much more systematically to get to your level of clarity? Because clarity okay. for me is a process, not a thing that happens, you know, like boom, now yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, for me, the biggest resource I'd say is not having the shame to ask and admit I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that means even in my career, having mentors and having people, always asking people who have gone before me and who we are in the same spaces and I'm seeing them winning and just reaching out. Of course, I've learned it's much easier when you have interest in a person and want to innately know what they do than when you directly tell them I want you to be my mentor. That never works. Yeah. Most people will tell you they don't have the bandwidth. So nobody, that, that's something they never teach us in school. If you want a mentor, don't go saying, say, telling X person, I want you to be my mentor. No. However, when you ask leading questions, even on LinkedIn, whoever you see and tell them, okay, I like that you're in X space. What do you think about this particular topic, yeah. this subject? that person feels um, they become more engaged and they are more willing to help you. So for me, I'd say with this whole figuring out, this thing where I've been trying to figure things out for me, um, one thing that has been very, very, that has helped me is asking. And um, there's a book I once read, um, The Richest Man in Babylon. In that book, he talks about if you want to know how to make bread, you go to the person who makes bread. Don't go to the person who's making a blacksmith and that was powerful to me because I realized um, if you want to know how to excel in the ex career ask those people who I need but of course you know we're in a generation where we we only ask our friends and your peers and sometimes your peers don't like know they don't know they are also yeah yeah everyone is trying to to figure it out so ask uh number two know thyself now, with knowing thyself, I've realized you know yourself as Liz. What do I like? I like conversations. And 
I like conversations that have depth. I like feeling like I am making someone's life better. I like, I draw a lot of energy and I'm, I'm really I'm motivated when I'm doing things that um, are interacting with people, when I'm working in teams, when I'm contributing towards a big idea, a big goal, that's one. So knowing yourself. Now, how do you know yourself? That means do putting in a lot of personal work. And number two, also investing in yourself. And investing in yourself includes also paying for things like, um, like these mentorship things. Like I remember when I joined Edge, it was a time where I, I, I had just, I was done with X job. I was tired of feeling like I'm really not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And I took that risk of, okay, I'm going to, get a coach I'm, I'm going to get someone who will try help me figure this out now of course that means you invest in yourself that means there is that financial um investment that you're putting in and i learned so much i learned that that's where i actually learned as much as i am very good with people i'm very good with all these things i needed to also do some things that were not really what we say you know, they are not so passionate about that's eating the frog also i feel like people really romanticize this thing about passion you think let's talk every, about that yeah yeah the, the hard work right yeah you you need there is always there's also the hard work in passion also realize um passion is not just you'll also be very passionate about those things that you begin to do with ease whether it's you've begun coding you are getting better at coding, you're excelling in coding, then now you really also have a lot of passion in it. Yeah. You understand? So I'd say um, with aligning yourself, ask questions, I'd also um, reiterate and say invest in yourself. Yeah, and doing now the hard, the hard work. Yeah, and I think that's the hardest. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the hard work. Um, one of the things that you have really pushed yourself in the last year is doing actually a, a, like a coding course that is totally opposite. So it's quite interesting yes. that you're operating in these spectrums of I'm really passionate about when you spoke about I love conversations, I love impact, I love engaging with people. I could feel that, like the passion and the and the and the power in your words in mm -hmm. that. So you're really committed to this journey of I work on myself, I figure out what it is that I'm good at, what I'm passionate about, and then I slowly keep aligning myself towards that. And yes. at the same time, you've done something completely opposite of that um, in studying coding, which is like zero percent of anywhere close yes. to your interest, yes. to your stress. Yes. And you came out as one of the best, no, you are the best yes. students in that class. <laughs> I am still in awe. So because, just finishing it, you know? Yeah, exactly. So what can you talk about um, that whole journey of like, it's, it's a dance, right? It's a dance that you have to go through as you're aligning yourself. And at the same time, you have to do a little bit of annoying things. Maybe you can share more. Why did you choose to do that course? And how did you manage even mentally to succeed? Um, okay. 
with what I eventually, I always say I want to sit at the table where people are making decisions. When people are deciding funding that will go to X, to the girls, when people are deciding on what nation needs X and how do we build our community, I always say I want to be in the table that people are making those decisions. To be in the table that people are making decisions, I realize you have to have, I realize you have to have certain skills. Mm-hmm. Now, in those skills, when the time that we were doing this thing, the, the course that this project with you, when you were coaching me with Edge, one of my lowest drivers was systems. And even in school, I was never so passionate about maths uh, with this whole systems and all, all that. At the time, I'd realized to be very good in GIS and to even for that door to be opened in GIS and to get some of these jobs, you have to learn how to code. And I remember having that conversation with you and telling you, I don't know, mother, whether I should do this thing. I, I, I know, but it's going to take a lot of me doing it. Now, um, the question was why or how? Yeah, why? Both, why? right? Both. Why? why did you take the decision, which I think you're already mentioning about, like to get to where you want? Why? Yeah, you, like what I'm hearing is you need to really know what's your end game because that determines yes. the sacrifices along the way. Yeah, when I said know thyself, is it's knowing also those things that you are going to have to put in a lot of work in that sacrifice that you have to put in. And for me now, going back to school and learning these skills, for me actually, I just wanted when people get in that room and they talk about, um x this is the code that you need this is what you need um inspiration analysis i i really just wanted to know i didn't want to be the person who sits and they don't know so for me why was eat the frog now when i say eat the frog it's do that thing that's difficult that needs to be done and it's very necessary for you to excel in whatever it is that you're taking for me it was i really wanted to excel i wanted to i want to have these skills and i, I want to have this skill set that when I align with my passions will drive me far and will help me sit at those tables. Now, um, when it comes to, uh, I'd say, let's not run with, with passion. They, a lot of times people romanticize this whole thing about passion. For me, I just felt like I needed to also put in the work. And putting the work is not romanticizing it and making it look like everything also having to do those things that were difficult and needed to be done for me. I needed to get those skills that um, would have given me an edge over everyone else. Mm-hmm. And I realized um, as much as you're, you, want, you want to work in flow, you want to do things that you're passionate about, there's still going to be a lot of hard work in it. There's still going to be a lot of sacrifice in it. And there are going to be times that you're going to have to add, add, add things in your life and do things that give you an edge of it. So for me, coding and going back to school was me eating my frog and me doing that thing that was necessary for me to excel, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it how, also how? was me being honest. Sorry, me being honest with myself. That it, I also feel you need to be very honest with yourself in these, when you're, when you're really trying to figure yourself out and trying to figure your passions and aligning your skills, you need to be honest with yourself to also know there are things that you're going to have to learn you'll have to shift your mindset on what you've always known. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. Wait one second, my light is misbehaving. Um, what I caught in there was this idea of, for you, you felt, and this is where I think this whole knowing ourselves in those subtle ways is really powerful. Because what I, mm -hmm. I had something like you, you realize you ne you'd never want to be the person who sits on the table and doesn't know something. Yeah. Right? And I was thinking, I am perfectly okay being that person. <laughs> you know, doesn't like, know. who doesn't know anything? You know, I don't care which room, which president, like, I'll be there. I know. I know what my value is and what I'm bringing on the table. And if it doesn't, and if there's a coding conversation, I'll have my other hand to figure this stuff out. And that's, mm -hmm. I'm bringing that up because of that subtle level of awareness of not get sucked in into, as yes, we have to choose the groundwork, but can we choose groundwork that is, that we are honest with ourselves, with, we can deal with it, but also it's because that's what's true for us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, so that, I caught that and uh, that's really, really amazing. Um, one of the things you shared with me earlier as well was this idea of difficult career days and how pursuing your passion helps you stay focused. Can you share more? And maybe before you do that, you guys, you can already like share questions um, for Liz because we'll be starting to take questions in like the next four or five minutes. So if you have any questions, uh, please text them on the chat. Yeah, Liz? You know, when they say, have you had this thing where they say to live is to suffer, to survive is to know, to get the meaning in the suffering. Um, right now, at this moment, I would say I'm grateful for those days, for the period of time that I was out of a job for so long. Mm -hmm. For me being in those situations, those the jobs that I was in that I wasn't so passionate about, but they helped me figure out this is not what I want to do. Yeah. Um, or also being in that for those people who are also starting because i also know there are people who are just starting out in their careers probably um those difficult days being able to figure those out it's really just i think the most important thing with this for me was still being very self-aware i can't emphasize enough on how important it is to be self-aware how are you how do i feel how am i feeling right now at this job how do I feel about what I'm doing? Is this something that I want to do? Is this something that I want to do for X, the X number of years? You know, in those difficult career days, I'd say, uh, it's really the work, it's important. Those days are important because those days will also give you the best and most um, probably the best insight about yourself that you'll ever get. And they're yeah. worth it. So um, there are those times that, of course, there are going to be those years and those moments and those seasons that you'll have to sit in it. Because also I feel in our generation, we run away from things. When things become tough, all of a sudden, this is not what you want to do. And that's not right. Consistency is everything.
in anybody who is successful even if you're very talented you have you have to be consistent and hard work whether it's in a business i've realized even from my friends the people who kept at it yeah were consistent right now have very big businesses yeah. people who are consistent in their careers who are still in school doing xyz you know yeah. so i think you have to be very wise to know what does this season mean for me is it the end of something or do i still need to move on and the only thing i'd say speaking for myself i'd say is really just going back to knowing thyself you know Yeah, you've yeah. just reminded me. It's funny, you know, the way um, when you follow energy. So I'm following your energy with all these amazing quotes that you have. And you reminded me of another one that I saw this week. I'm just sharing it on the screen. Um, it's about exactly what you say. It's consistency and magic. It's not, uh, it's taking forever. Um, no, okay. Pinterest is doing that thing. So if you guys can see on the right, consistency is an underappreciated form intentional magic disguised as a mundane doing. And I think that really touches to exactly what you said when, when things don't go our way, when things are too mundane or too boring or too, ah, is yeah. this really my passion? That it's really, it's really easy to run away from it, you know, and to do the easier work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the magic comes out of that consistency of sometimes doing the tough work over a period of time. And then it suddenly looks like, um, yeah, like you're doing nothing. Awesome. So you're frozen. I don't know what happened. Um, or is it me? Hi, sorry. Ah, sorry. you're back. There's a glitch. No worries. Um, so final thing, and once again, we you can already type your questions if, if you have any question for Liz please type them on the chat uh, but this is my final question uh, for tonight um, there was something you shared also about being creative and resourceful yes in pursuing your interests and talents and we we touched mm -hmm. on this earlier in this week when uh, uh this week yeah tuesday when we were talking about unconventional careers with eric mm -hmm. And I'm curious where you're coming from. How have you been creative and resourceful as you pursued your own talents? Uh, okay. Let me start with resourceful. That's what like comes to my mind the most. With the space that I'm in, it's very expensive to get some of these courses. Anybody mm -hmm. who knows Jess, it's so pricey. Like, I don't know. But of course, with tech, anything that's tech, most of these things are super expensive. Yeah. However, you need you need to get these skills. Of course, I'd talk about YouTube and all those things. But now, let me talk about something that I feel most people, pro or probably they don't know. Yeah. I realized um, there are very many people, very many spaces that want to also give these things for free. Scholarships, and especially mm -hmm. for women, I'd say. In, in tech um, a lot of these courses I've gotten them for free mm. now how do you get resourceful for me it's been sometimes just asking doing those um, statements writing those I love writing write about why I also realized okay let me go back let me take you back to 
once you know what you want to do and you're, you you begin to figure out let me say once you begin to figure out what you'd want to do um even in your spirit and the energy you exude there is a lot of conviction yeah you become very con- you, you are able to really tell a very um compelling a story, that, story a very compelling story i'd say now most of these the resources that i've gotten most of these courses that i've gotten have been absolutely free 100% scholarships yes and there are people who even get scholarships where they pay you to do these classes now so i'd say is always number one, figure out what you want to do check these things can you get any of them for free write those statements of appeals like see whether you can actually get them yeah and one of them if you're in gis it's um i've realized you could get s remooks there are some that are for free so yeah now yeah and just to just just to add that to people i think there's something in there like the more the, the writing process is very creative yeah just like writing down what it is that we want also helps us process what it is that we want and get much more clear on it and what I found for myself is over the years, like if I just look back in the last four or five years, I've achieved so many things that I wrote down 10 years ago. Yes. You know, I have my old rugged notebooks everywhere, written dreams, countries I want to visit, people I want to meet, type of coaches I want, types of relationships I want. I have all that stuff written randomly, yeah. different places, my career's plan not plan. I've never had a plan. <laughs> That's a lie. But like the things I want to do in terms of my passion, my talents, my skills and all that. And, and they actually end up coming true. And this is not some like, I don't know, like magic. This is, I mean, it's magic. And then it's like obvious because what happens is you mm-hmm. become more aware of what you're looking for. And then you start seeing it First of all, you start seeing those opportunities more, but then you bring us more proactivity. So it's not like you just write and then it magically appears. So that also has happened for some of us, but sometimes it helps you get clear and to start looking at your world very differently. So that's the power of that whole writing process, just to put it together for everyone. Yeah, uh-huh. I write a lot. And yeah, I have, I, I think, I have so many and one of my closest friends will tell you and she's here we i literally like will have manilas and stick of course what i want and the thing is you won't achieve everything that's on that board at that time but i think even that intention that allows you to be consistent yeah yeah awesome and then you are to touch something on creativity then we can take some of these questions in the remaining time okay uh, for me please come back okay ask yes. me that question again so you it, we were all coming from becoming creative and resourceful in pursuing your interests and talents yeah so one of it is getting clear what you want writing it down exploring those opportunities because they are there sometimes we just don't look for them because we are mm-hmm. caught up being busy doing everything else that's not important myself mm-hmm in that box as well um so then you, i think you touch more on like the resourcefulness how to fund there are so many opportunities for funding for funding yes. especially for learning and it's 2021 yeah. half of half of the stuff you want to learn you can learn it for free 
on YouTube yeah. and on, on online courses. So I think you wanted to touch something about being creative as well. Yeah, and okay, probably ties out, it ties with being resourceful. But for me, I'd say how I've used my own creativity is I, I, I believe I do have a gift of writing. And for me, it's been a, being able to write to these people and telling them I have an interest. Whether it's even just very personal courses that I want to take, I want to learn about money. You go online and that you can't afford really. Or why not if it's for free and this person, there's the option of, you know, them giving it to you, being creative and really just, I'd say, write that down. Some of these things by the, some of these, okay, some of um, the ways to actually get some of these things will require you to really use your, what, what you're most good at. There are people who are good at, you know, yeah. writing, like for me, there are people who also are good at coming up with those videos. There are people, it's just... What do you have? And I always say, even from the point of, I am a very spiritual person. I'm a, I practice my faith as a Christian. And I believe God, what you have, what do you have right now? Right? Even without all those other things, what do you have as Liz, you right now, what do I have? I can write, I can do X, Y, Z. Also realize that for you to even trans to transition, because for me it's really been a transition even in my career. For mm -hmm. you to transition, there are going to be moments where you are going to have to do certain types of jobs that are not what you want, and that's not what yeah. you want to do. My so you have to calls it sexy versus versus yes. cash. Are you doing yes. like sexy and, stuff or like are you doing stuff that's giving you money? Yeah, and you also need to realize you can't honestly, if you're going to be honest, you're not going to be a excuse me, you're not going to be able to pursue your passions and all these things. If you don't have money, it's, it's, you, it's stressful. You can do some of these things. You understand? So does it mean you have to take some jobs? What people right now on Twitter are calling them low-hanging fruits and look for opportunities where you can use your talents or whatever it is that you're good at. And then now as you work and do the groundwork, as you maybe go back to school, as you transit as you want as you figure out money where to get that resource to pay for um a coach you know and i feel yeah. sometimes these career coaches life coaches are very underrated and we put we want to have put those um terms and look at it as it's been bougie and why would you do that why do you need that what you don't realize is a person who gets a lot of self-work done it's when it starts from the inside out, it begins to affect everything. When you change Absolutely. your mind, how do I think about um, what I want to do in life? What does it even mean to be passionate? You know, what does it even mean? What is my relationship with money? What is my relationship with? How do I relate with people? How do I communicate with people? Most of the times you don't realize that all these things start from the inside out and you have to do the in, the work in from the inside out so yeah i'd say that's part of you being very resourceful yeah. you figuring out how you're going to get what you need what tools do you need and how do i get these tools and do i have the resources for these tools yeah and then finding that balance and yeah i use writing as well actually you i've never thought that's what i do until you said it you know 
I remember last year I was applying for a certain um, scholarship program and I was like, I'm getting into this thing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I just sat, I was in at cafe in town and I just sat there and I wrote the most powerful like application I've ever gotten into my life. Cause it was like high class, high class. Hundreds of people were applying and only looking for 30 people. And I got in that I knew when I wrote the final dot, I was in because I had put my all into that application. Like there was no way you're not taking me. So yeah. that I love this idea of what do I have right now? What are my gifts and how can I use them so powerfully to build my resourcefulness and creativity? And for all of us, they are very, very different things. So thanks for sharing that. And can I, can I say something before I forget? Yeah, make it one sentence because we have three minutes yeah. for about four questions. Um, I think please also emphasize on being authentic. Be your most true self. When you know yourself, be your most true self and express yourself in your most authentic self, whether it's your work, whether it's how you express yourself. And don't be afraid to put in the work as long as it will take. It will bear fruit. So just be patient also. Be authentic and be very patient. Awesome. So we have a, a question here from Sally. Thank you so much, Liz. Some real pals shared there. Um, are you now in a space that you would call having absolute clarity? There's nothing like absolute clarity. Oh, no. Sally. <laughs> um, so I, I will just say my part and I'll let uh, Liz say it. And I keep saying this because I think it's important. Clarity is a result of what Liz is talking about, the inner work, the process, the one step at a time, the figuring things out. So it unfolds along the way. I don't think you ever get to a place where like now I am 1000% sure, but it's the small intentional things that you weave into your daily life that lead you to that level of clarity. And so I don't know, Liz, what you can add to that. It's a very direct question. Do you feel um, you have having absolute clarity? No, I no, I absolutely not. I think what I'd say is I have a certain level of peace. And I know I feel like I'm I'm almost sure I know this is where I'm supposed to be. It feels peaceful and it feels mm -hmm. right. And I am not waking up angry or I'm not, there's a job I used to go and I was telling my friend how I used to cry in the morning when I'm going to this job, but I had to do it. I'm not there, but absolute clarity, I don't think so. I, and I also think even with our passions, they'll keep changing. It's not cast on stone. That's why I'm saying you really need to really understand what does this passion thing mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, there's somewhere you talked about uh, what would you, what, okay, I guess you, you, what you're asking is your comments are be about passion versus qualifications. That's why I said, even with whatever it is that you feel that you do with so much ease and you're passionate about, you have to couple that with being qualified for these positions because there is no way you're going to get to that job if you're not qualified. You understand? Yeah. You also, that job, as much as this is what you're passionate about, or that's the field you're passionate about, or this is what you're passionate about. There are things that you're going to have to also work on. And that's when I was talking about different drivers. I'm very good at X, but it came to systems. I wasn't good at it. I knew zero about it and I had to go back to do that. So it's, 
it's yeah passion is just half of the journey there right like even in yeah. your passion i'm passionate about building safe spaces and connecting people and uh empowering people to be much more authentic uh in how they show up in their lives they can be the last five years to just work on myself and build different skill sets of how do i actually create those spaces how do i work with individuals in those journeys and now i'm just settling into that space so, so even with okay. the passion you need the skills and the whatever skills and knowledge and qualifications that are needed to be able to get yourself to that level so yeah, yeah it's, so. it's work in progress that's why i said you need to be patient yeah and i love what you said there is about does it feel peaceful because that admittedly, admittedly, English is sometimes hard. That's what we are looking for. And that peace and calmness is something that we know, you know? So if you're in a job that doesn't make you feel that, you know that it's not that. So that's really powerful. Babs Nyambura, how do you get to balance the personal, social, moral, practical, maybe lifestyle in framework of want and reality? And Babs? Your question is very broad and unclear. If you can narrow it down, how do you ask it for yourself? That would be really useful. Kevin, um, do you look at the monetary income or personal interest before changing passion? What do you mean before changing passion? Kevin, do you want to speak up? Or clarify your question? Even even Babs, if you if you're able to speak, you can speak. But those two questions are a bit not yet. Oh, oh, for the passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean the things you're interested in. Maybe you are doing a business or a, or a job, and you want to change. I, I assume uh, passion is something that you can change. It's not a like a permanent thing. Mm -hmm. And you get interest maybe when you are reading a lot about something, you become interested in it. After a while, you want to go to something else. Mm -hmm. So if it's something like a job or a business, and you are earning money from it, mm -hmm. and sometimes maybe the the interest and the money, mm -hmm. uh, maybe one is not okay. as good as you expected uh, expected it to be. I think. I think. Let me. I could. Do you get the question? Please. I think I'm getting, and mm -hmm. um, correct me if I'm wrong, please. What probably he's asking is, or what I even got for myself, because I feel what he was explaining, I also had that dilemma of, is it making me, the money that's making me, yeah, X is making me, and then now there's an interest that's here. Do you just jump into the, that mm -hmm. interest? Is money was that what you were asking? Is that it, Kevin? Is that it, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, that's now. Let me let me give my own experience. I'm also an entrepreneur and I do business. For me, for my business to be where it is right now, also, or even me to figure out these things that I've done, because I've had a lot of um that movement. There's a long period of time that I was out of a job also when i was in those spaces where i was not so happy and i'd quit one thing is i'd tell anybody please don't just quit without a plan you'll be yeah. more miserable when you don't have money because you need to survive 
the thing is i'd say is it's very possible for you to pursue your passions as you're also having another source of income what people call side hustles the thing is when you ask about money like does this passion have money will it give you money <sighs> what i've realized is when you chase what you're passionate about when you begin to get very good at what your when your skills align with what you're good at and all those things somehow the money will come it's just that it takes time with everything it takes time am i making sense I'd yeah, say yeah. you just reminded me so, of the whole ikigai so it's all about finding that intersection yeah so yeah. kevin so you can check out that whole ikigai framework which is about like what you're passionate about what you're really good at what the world needs and can people pay for it and then finding that intersection in the middle is where everything aligns in the long run so i would and, and, yeah and everything has a price to eat even you just sitting in an engagement and speaking should have a price to eat your skills should have a price to eat it's just that some of these that price tag will come at a later date so for me i'd say is really really do the homework before you quit any job because of x interest x passion i think have a plan right and if that means there there is going to be an extra source of income that you're going to have a side hustle that you're going to be working on as you now pursue because for me that's what i did um for me to go back to school of course especially do the boot camp i was doing i had to i wasn't working but then now i had my business my side hustle that i was doing so at least i had that source of income yeah so just have a plan awesome so i'll and, pause you there and um, because of time putting that together know where you're going be realistic and then keep figuring things out to find that sweet spot in the long run yes um so i don't think so babs hasn't yet been able thank you kevin um hasn't yet clarified the question so unfortunately we won't be able to address that so if there are no other questions this brings us to the end thank you thank you so much liz this was wonderful thank you for sharing your heart and your passion and your connectedness to your career and to everything that you're doing. Um, this was really valuable even for me. I love the two insights that I got for myself as well. So I'm taking that from you. Thank you so much. Oh, awesome. Thank you too. Yeah, um, it, it, it's always good chatting. And if anyone has a question or um, wants us to have a conversation further i would so want us to do that i these things energize me and my journey hasn't been that easy for me to get to this point like i said it took me getting so much help from so many people so it's only right for me to give back so if anyone has a question or would want i don't know yeah i'd want to any other anybody who has a question could we could find a way to link after this awesome the good thing is for the cohort we finished you'll already have people to mentor so that's already taken care of and anybody else who's on this space who would love to connect with liz feel free to drop us an email and we are happy to do an introduction thank you so much i launched a poll um thank you for those who have been able to feel it um everybody says the session was absolutely magical 
thank you so much, Liz, and thank you everybody else for, for joining us tonight.